In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place. Welcome to Destination Delicious. Today, I have the fabulous Conrad Spitzbart, the pastry chef from the Peabody, in the studio with me. We're going to talk about, I mean, we're giving a new meaning to Destination Delicious today when we start talking about these sweets. You will just want to go eat these cakes and candies, I promise you, but first... St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is leading the way the world understands, treats, and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. And families never receive a bill from St. Jude because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. Visit stjude.org to join the St. Jude Mission, finding cures, saving children. Welcome, Conrad. Hello. I am so happy to have you here with me. And in fact, we've had, we've, I saw you just yesterday because we had fun in the kitchen, we, didn't we, we? We always have fun in the kitchen when we do a little candy or, you know, playing with some sweets. It's all good. That is, you have the best job because you have, not only do you get to make delicious things, you have everything possible at your disposal to make it. Yeah, usually uh, I get called, we are the spoiled ones. We have a lot of toys and a lot of goodies laying around, a lot of chocolate laying around, and pretty much every toy we can think of other pastry shops would not have. So I'm very fortunate to work for a place like the Peabody. Well, this really is, I think I said in the video, I'm sure it'll be cut out because we we, we were doing a lot of video yesterday, but it is so much fun to go play with Conrad because Conrad has the best toys of all. He has a whole chocolate room. <laughs> yep, we do. We have a chocolate room. We have blast freezers. We have a dough sheeter. You name it. We pretty much have everything that's around. So And and, and a lot of people to help you. That's good. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah. We have a lot of people to help too and, uh, you know, to get it done. And he has a, a room for the Gingerbread Village, which is under construction yep. now. We're working on that. That's uh, almost like a month and a half uh, since we started that and we're going to have to get a gun here soon. Well, I mean, you still have, though, you still have several weeks left to finish it up, right? Yeah, it's going to go up uh, the Tuesday before uh, Thanksgiving. So we have about three weeks left, three and a half weeks left. So, yeah, it's crunch time with everything else that's going on. Well, it it really is. If When you go to the Peabody, anything sweet you eat comes from Conrad's Kitchen. That's everything from desserts at the restaurants mm-hmm. to anything for tea, anything in your room, everything, correct? Yes. There's uh, nothing- you're correct. Yes, we do uh, everything that's in banquets from function up to 1,200 people, and that's just the big ballroom. And then, you know, we have a couple of smaller ones, and then all the restaurants, the deli, the lobby bar desserts, everything that's uh, anything with uh, sugar is pretty much produced on the third floor in the pastry shop. Anything with sugar. Yep. That's well. I just found out yesterday too. There was a, a woman when we when I was there. There was a a woman in there making a small cake, and I asked you where's the cake going, and you said that the, there are cakes yeah. available in the deli. Mm-hmm. All the time, you can just yep. stop and pick up a little. Yeah, cake. we have we have uh, in the deli we have uh, six inch cakes ready. Uh, if it goes any larger than that, then it's like a pre order. But with the six inch, people can just stop by, or you know, we have a lot of people that just forget. Hey, it's somebody's birthday, and then they stop in, and we we accommodate them. And if they want to have a name on there, written on there, so they just bring it up to us. We'll put that on there and box it up, and it's ready to go. 
And I think a six, I mean, I, I really do love a small cake. It's just mm-hmm. something that I think is a great thing to have because you buy a big cake for somebody's birthday. Nobody eats like they used to. Nobody does. You always have leftover yeah. cake, and that means somebody eats it. And you don't really want to keep eating cake because yeah. it's not. I mean, we love it, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's not. Yeah. A, we, we changed uh, like a. Probably like 10 years ago, they were still making a lot of whole cakes for like buffets and everything else. And uh, when I got there, we switched everything to bite-sized things because I believe that if people want to have something, I'd rather choose from two little things than having one big slice on a cake. Mm -hmm. And I can taste different things. So I'm a firm believer of having small bites on buffets and and everything else. I'm a firm believer of small bites and also of variety. I really, I agree with Mm -hmm. you. I don't, why would I want to have one thing? And although... We'll come back to your Almond Joy creme brulee in a minute when we talk about <laughs> eating one thing. Uh, so what we did yesterday, and Conrad and I have done this before, we've made candy together mm-hmm. a couple of times, and we were both surprised to find out when I sent you this the other day that it had been six years since we first made Halloween candy yeah, together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been quite uh, some time. I thought it was like three years ago, and then uh, you just asked me how long I'm there. I'm there for like 13 years, so it's it's... Well, we yeah, both I'm lost probably, three years. Probably the longest pastry chef uh, in the Peabody so far. So, well, and you're, but yeah. you're not going anywhere, are you? No. Oh, okay. I, I love it here. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's a big family and everything else. Well, it's well, we would. Oh, we would just be heartbroken if you were to leave. <laughs> Y'all, his pastries are are fabulous. But anyway, yesterday, six years ago, I can't believe it either. We thought we we came up we. I think a Twix. We made Butterfinger. We made Almond Choice, I think, too. We, yeah, we did. We did. We did Almond Choice. Definitely did Almond Choice. There was like a couple. It was like three or four things, too, at that, that time, too. Well, the Butterfingers did not turn out that time. It no. was just a simple little <laughs> recipe that I found online. And, yeah. But it, they were just hard as a rock. But yeah, yesterday, can, uh, mm-hmm. success. Yes. We had a different recipe with uh, candy corn. You just melt down and put uh, some peanuts and some uh, cornflakes in to make it crispy. And actually, it was, yeah, it was actually a good uh, choice in that recipe. It turned out it was crunchy, a little bit chewy, but uh, yeah, better than the first one. That's what uh, That's <laughs> what our uh, a cameraman, our uh Videographer, he called them Butterfingers yep. instead of Butterfingers, which that's what I did. And I said, okay, I'm stealing it and I'll credit you. Um, they were good. They were a little bit chewy, but you said, okay, first of all, this comes out on Monday. We are pre-recording this. Mm-hmm. It's no secret that things have to be done ahead of time sometimes. And the article about Halloween candy will be online on Tuesday. So everybody can, you can see the video and you can get the recipe for the better fingers and for some really good peanut butter cups too that we made. Yep. They were simple, easy, and uh, I think they taste as good as uh, the store-bought ones. Oh, I thought they so, were better. Yeah. They, so, yeah. I thought those were really, yeah. they were very simple mm-hmm. to make because basically it's just melting e- chocolate things, and, yeah. uh, and making a filling, mm-hmm. pressing them in yeah. muffin tins and there you go. But that's not your everyday job. You make some fabulous cakes. Tell me about just some of the. Not we'll, we'll get into all the buffets and things that you do too for okay. the big the big deals and how many you know, pieces of pastry you make. But these cakes you do, and I see them on Facebook. I see the Peabody post them. Sometimes you post them. They're just extraordinary. Uh, well, thank you. Well, I'm like blushing up here now. Oh well. <laughs> the, uh, if only we could see uh, It's one of the things I always feel like uh, 
I challenge myself and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people come to us and say, it's like, oh, I found this picture, that picture and uh, nothing better than uh, our Pinterest. And there's a lot of things on there. So people come to us and say, hey, can you make this? But I want to change this and that. And I love challenging myself and figuring out how to get there and making, you know, whatever they bring, it's always a challenge for us. And I have fun with it. Sometimes it does get to you and you're like, oh my God, why did I say yes to this? <laughs> but then um, down the road, you're like, oh yeah, this was fun then too. I love what I do. So if you don't love it, you wouldn't be in this business or shouldn't be in this business. There was one that you had posted sometime, I'm saying within the last month, and the guest picked it up or the I, the customer, mm -hmm. whatever, picked it up. It was a teapot. It, it, it was a cake, but it had a teapot. And coming out of the teapot was a, a, trail, a trail of flowers. Well, that and cake then, actually started out, it was not of one of our cakes. It's a guest that had a tea party booked in Chez Philippe. And uh, that gentleman came in to the lobby and uh, his cake fell hard. I thought he dropped it. And okay, uh, the first thing fell. I heard was like, oh, can you fix it? I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll look at it and we'll fix it. It's just a minor fix. And then uh, one of our managers brought it up and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, uh, there's really nothing to fix besides taking everything <laughs> off that's on top of it. So we just, you know, made it happen and uh, rebuilt the cake, uh, the top part and put it together. And uh, we saved like a two-year-old's uh, tea party, birthday party in Shea. So whatever we need to do, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if the cake comes from outside. But yeah, I think we saved that gentleman's uh, life at that moment. Well, <laughs> I didn't know that you didn't do the original cake. No, but we didn't I do the original. He the they just came in and okay. uh, yeah, he had a box and uh, that box looked a little sad because it was all broken apart. Oh. I felt bad for him too. Well, <laughs> but well, we fixed it. You did fix so, it yeah. and, mm -hmm. and it looked great. Yeah. I mean, I saw the after picture. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, the cakes from, I mean, you've done some like spectacular like yeah, you know, any anything we done from uh, life size cuckoo's clocks to cuckoo's eight tiers, clocks. yeah, <laughs> and uh, eight tiers wedding cakes, uh, anything that's out there, we pretty much done it from cars to boats to football stadiums, you know, whatever, whatever somebody dreams up or wants to have. The, what happens to the gingerbread village after Christmas? Well, uh, it's out. Well, it stands already with us for quite a while, and then uh, it usually gets uh, discarded afterwards. It's sometimes sad because we put a lot of right. effort and uh, time into it and the material, but it's uh, it's out there for five weeks, and mm. you know we have uh, people that like to. You know, we put a sign up not to touch it, but, you know, people always want to make sure it's for real or, <laughs> you know, or, the, or or we have kids that, you know, snatch one of the candies off. So, uh, you know, it's out there. It's But we it's another thing that every year we try to come up with either a theme or it's a village or, you know, we've done already in 13 years, we've done 13 displays. So we try to come up with different and you were on Food Network doing that, right? Yes, I done uh, when they still had that old uh, Challenger show. Mm -hmm. We did uh, Chinese Gingerbread House. We went. What to was the one. theme that year? Was it a um, was it a theme or was it uh, a village? I don't remember that one, but uh, the way we got on this show was because uh, somebody who lives in this city done big houses, and he recommended us for saying that we are doing big life size houses, and uh, that's how we got on there. And yeah, that was quite an adventure. Well. The uh, everything's been an adventure at, 
since you've been here, right? You've, yeah. You, okay, so you're from Austria. I'm born, raised in Austria, yes. Tell us how you ended up here at the Peabody. Uh, an Austrian chef uh, works at the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island. Mm-hmm. And it's a hotel they, that's open and seasonal, so they bring European chefs over at that time to work the season. So we were like, I think at that time, the first time, 22 Austrians uh, coming over here. Uh, we all in our 20s, 21, 22. And uh, we worked the season there, and that's how I came over here. And uh, I did that for four years. I met my wife there, and uh, you know, then I stuck around. <laughs> so now you're... I thought your wife was from Memphis. No. No, she's from Michigan. She's from okay. uh, Portrieron. But she works yeah. at the Peabody, she too. She works at the Peabody, too, yes. And um, and she doesn't cook, though, right? No. I didn't think she, so. She got smart. She figured okay. out she gets married to a chef, so she doesn't <laughs> have to cook. But you do besides... Okay, now, that, let's talk about that for a second, because <laughs> I know you also, you're on a barbecue team. Yep. You do a lot of cooking that I see these fabulous meats and things that you do at home yeah. as well mm-hmm. um so the pastry chef is what you do for a living but you do other things for fun too yeah Correct. Uh, with with my training i actually started out as a chef so i did uh the three years uh apprenticeship three, as mm-hmm. a chef first and mm-hmm. then i added two more years on as as uh pastry and then from there i went uh head chef in a ski resort first and then i completely switched over to pastries All right, let's stop there for just a second. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back and pick up with Conrad Spitzbark. The Destination Delicious podcast is brought to you by FedEx. FedEx delivers more than just packages or pallets. We deliver possibilities. Here we are. So you end up then at the Peabody 13 years ago, and you've been here since. And again, we are so happy you're here. You've got some big events coming up because it's not only are you doing this gingerbread house, you're going to have the second largest brunch of the year, right? Is Thanksgiving the second largest or the uh, largest? Thanksgiving is uh, equal to like Mother's Day. It's probably the two largest uh, brunches we do. So, yeah. And I remember being surprised at that a few years ago because I always think of Mother's Day and Easter as the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. And then I was told, no, Thanksgiving is, yeah, you know, also, it's just yeah, huge. Yeah, Thanksgiving is huge, yes. And you will do, tell me about all the pastries that you'll have and how many you're going to have to make. Uh, we're probably going to do bite size. Uh, we're going to do about 6,000 pieces. That is <laughs> include, including cookies and and sweets. And uh, we're going to have an apple dipping station out there. Uh, we're doing warm, flourless chocolate cake. Uh, we do about close to six, 700 grimbolets bite size uh, and so on. It's it's a big event, and I think we measured it once. I think it's like thirty eight feet or forty feet of uh, just dessert. So it's a huge spread, and and uh, my team is really proud of it because you know we put a lot of effort in there. And and when it's then done, a lot of pic- uh, people who come early for it, like uh, before we open, they take a lot of pictures, or in the middle of brunch, they're taking pictures of it. So it's quite a sight to see too. So it's I, fun. Well, I imagine there are a lot of people who just say we're going. For the desserts. I mean, I'm sure they're eating the yeah. other things, but I, can, I I know a few people who would be picking some desserts up first, just to be yeah, sure. I think uh, mostly kids like to start at the dessert table first before they get dragged over to turkey and stuffing, so you know, with that. I could go, it's one of those things, I could, if I had to pick between sweet and savory, you know, you could only have one. I would, I would say savory, not sweet, but when it comes down to something that's really good, I mean, something extraordinary that's sweet... There's just nothing that really is 
so satisfying is that mm-hmm. at Memphis Food and Wine a, a couple of weekends ago, and I'm not saying that you had the best thing there because I didn't taste everything there, but you had the best thing that I tasted. That Almond Joy Creme Brulee you did was I ate every bite of it. And I mean, honestly, if it weren't just for the fact that, you know, there has to be some control, I would have gone back and said, I'm I'm going to have another. It was so good, Conrad. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that event. And, uh, well, you could have came back for a second one. Well, we had, I mean, we had know, people that came back three myself. times. I, I believe it. They were like it. sneaking them out of there. And we were like, well, I'm bad. I want to be back. But, hey, uh, we had a good time. And uh, we got a lot of reviews about it. And, yeah, we had a, it was awesome. I a good creme brulee is my favorite dessert in the world. I think it's the best thing. Natalie over here, our producer, is holding her heart. She agrees. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, I would say cheese. It, well, okay. You're, I, I love a cheese <laughs> course, I, I, too. I would be I happy agree. with a platter of cheese. Uh, and, and I think uh, when we go out, as, it's always hard to go out as a chef. You know, you always, I always like to look for something that I'm interested in on the menu. Mm-hmm. And if there's a dessert that pops out and I'm like, oh, I want to see that because I want to see what they did to it and everything else. But uh, most of the time, it's, I'm happy with just cheese. Well, <laughs> I love ending a meal with a cheese mm-hmm. course too. Yeah. And cheese and, and, yeah. a, and a good dessert wine, a sauterne mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Love it. Agreed. But. I'm asking you, your favorite dessert, <laughs> not cheese. Your favorite sweet My favorite is dessert? Uh, I think the most memorable dessert I ever had was actually, I'm sorry to go back to uh, the cheese thing, was uh, <laughs> we went to a restaurant and they had uh, fresh uh, wild strawberries and it was a sheep's milk cheese with uh local honey and uh strawberries and i still remember that that was a really uh, the, the whole combination it was like new to me so mm-hmm. i'm like oh, yeah, i need to see this but it was like one of the best things i had that sounds delicious i'm going to ask you another question <laughs> what is your favorite baked dessert <laughs> oh my favorite baked yeah. dessert um do you like cake or pie better um cake okay uh, cake, and I need to say, I think my mom's uh, Black Forest cake. Oh, right. So that's... So, but- yeah, that's one of it's If it's made, like, completely fresh with, uh, you know, fresh whipped cream and, uh, you know, good cherries in there. And, and you had got to have that little, you know, kick of booze in there, too, a mm-hmm. little kirsch right. in there. Then if it's done right, it's one of the best things around. So was your mother a... She was... A good cook. Well, she she wasn't a chef, was she? No, she. Okay. Uh, we have a big farm back home, so she was running with my dad the farm, and you know she cooked all the meals for mm-hmm. us. So I basically cook, grew up. We never really went out when I was little, so everything my mom cooked was I need to say was awesome. Except when she had those ideas that she needs to, she found a recipe somewhere and she needs to try it out. So I was like always like, okay, well eat that and then we kind of voted on it like what nah, you it's not vote? gonna come back was it a did you have a large family uh yes sisters? i grew up with uh i have a total of uh five siblings oh well so we're a big family 
And y'all would, so what were some things that she would do? What were some of those crazy ideas? Uh, when she came on the idea to put like uh, different things in the turkey stuffing, because we grew up, uh, our turkey needs yeah. to be stuffed. It's not like cooking the stuffing extra separate in a pan. No, it needs to be into the bird. But then she would, you know, she found like a recipe one year and, and she put like sausage and stuff in there. No, that's not, no, 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 we're not doing that. You know, that's an interesting thing you bring up because we always used to stuff the turkey. Mm -hmm. Everybody did. I grew yeah. up with a stuffed turkey. And then we were told it's not safe. Don't stuff your turkey because you can't get the internal temperature safe. You're all you're all going to be so sick or die if you do this. Even though you haven't died, you, you know, you're yeah. still alive and haven't yeah. been sick yet, stop it. So at some point we stopped too. But I'll tell you something. You don't mess with somebody's Thanksgiving stuff. No. Their dressing mm -hmm. cannot yeah. be messed with. Isn't that true? Yeah. You, you we we, we moved first moved here and my wife still has like she grew up on it too it needs to be in the turkey it cannot be made separate and we like the bread stuffing not the cornbread oh i'm cornbread all the way you southern know, so, cornbread all the and way. we have friends here and it's always funny when we listen to them like that back and forth bickering what is mm -hmm. like what is stuffing and what is you know dressing, dressing and it needs to be in the bird and they're like no it needs to be separate and nah i'm you know it's a cute bread and, you know, needs to be in the bird. But now, is if yours is bread, it can get pasty. Does yours get kind of gooey? No. Uh, we, the way we make it is uh, kind of like the same as, um, first of all, we put a little bit less liquid in there. Mm -hmm. And I usually crack one or two eggs in there. So it gives it like, uh, it, it kind of bakes it more together. So our stuffing, we, my mom used to make, is always had some eggs in there too. We have eggs. So we would put that in there, but it was never pasty or anything. But we, you know, you see the chunks of bread, and you know. I've had the the northern stuffing instead of the southern dressing, and it I have always thought it's pasty and gooey. Yeah. Now that I'm sure that yours is not. I, yeah. I would think you know what you're doing. I would I would yeah. agree. I would love to try your uh, your stuffing someday. I'm going to have to make it this year because I'm going to, I, and I don't, that's not, Thanksgiving's never been my holiday to do. And I've got to figure out a good uh, dressing recipe that's mm -hmm. going to taste similar to the one that, you know, after, my grandmother's been dead for some years, so my aunts or my mother do it. But I'll be with my daughter's family in Austin, so I've got to do it. And last time I tried, I didn't make a very good dressing. Mm -hmm. So I know one thing my grandmother did is instead of it wasn't all cornbread because she would also make a tray of biscuits the mm -hmm. day before and leave them out yeah. and she would crumble some biscuits and cornbread okay. together mm -hmm. but now my aunts don't do that they do just cornbread i gotta look it up i gotta figure out how to do this so i can because if you have bad dressing it ruins the meal yeah you might not get invited back if it's not good <laughs> well, <laughs> they have to invite me back they have to my grandchildren are there you know, we we made a gingerbread house last year for the first time mm -hmm. with the with the grandkids, and so it was and it was just from a kit. But yep. they had fun doing it, and we you know had the the candies and they decorated mm -hmm. and that whole thing. The pictures were cute, and I took it and put it in the deep freeze. And I thought, you know, we'll just start bringing these out every year. We'll do another one every year. Will it still be intact when I get in there to get it around Christmas? Do you think we're not going to? Uh, you know, they're never to be eaten. I wonder uh, if no, sure. Last. I never tried it, but I would. Uh, envision because you bring it out and it starts thawing it might get all like it breaks down and oh, it's, it's it all might. you know watery and uh if you use the sugar icing it might starts disintegrating after a while well with uh you're kind of raining out. on my parade but, here because um, all those things happened <laughs> <laughs> we did use sugar icing and so candy. it could happen yeah. i don't know but yeah but uh you know i was 
would be my first thoughts on that. Yeah, and the candy too. As soon as it starts sweating from the freezer. Well, dang like, it. Looks well, a little droopy. Yeah, we'll just have so, to see how that like goes. It's like a snowman that's like slowly disappearing. <laughs> this is just turning into a sad Christmas. Stop. We don't want this to happen. <laughs> well, we're going to make another one. We'll just have to do a bigger and better one. And certainly we will be coming down to see yours. Uh, the Gingerbread Village goes up on the day before Thanksgiving, Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Correct. Thanksgiving brunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lighting of the Christmas tree, tree. the day after Thanksgiving, yep. and then, of course, uh, the lobby will be decorated, and you have to go to the Peabody Lobby around uh, the holidays because it's just great. It's Christmas music, mm-hmm. the, all the other things we we've, have, we've uh, talked Christmas about. We have Christmas carolers singing for in the morning. On, on the day on after. The, yeah, day after. Right. They're starting there, and then they're there from, I think, Monday to Friday until Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then tomorrow... Uh, Sign in to DailyMuffin.com and read about the Halloween candy that Conrad and I made. And we'll have recipe, video, and who knows, we may do it again for Christmas. We'll see. Thanks so much, Conrad. Thank you. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from the Daily Memphian anywhere you get podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Eat Drink Memphis and keep up with our monthly events at DailyMemphian.com slash delicious. For the Destination Delicious podcast, I'm Jennifer Biggs. We deliver olives, Greek sandals, and everything you need to relive that perfect trip to the Mediterranean. But what you really get when FedEx knocks on your door is so much more. FedEx delivery. Memories. What we deliver by delivering. In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.